The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends. Welcome to Tomorrow's World program. My friends, where is this world really heading? What is the truly great need for the whole world right now? Do you realize how many really awful governments and dictators are wreaking havoc upon their own peoples all over this earth? Think about it. We see Robert Mugabe in Zimbabwe overseeing the oppression, the murder, and now the mass rape of increasing thousands of his own people. We see Kim Jong-il in North Korea terribly oppressing his own people in a police state with absolutely no rights, no media, no real freedom, whatever. And millions are literally close to starvation in that one country alone. We see Mahmoud Ahmadinejad in Iran oppressing his own people, beating up and imprisoning anyone who objects and powerfully threatening the nation of Israel with extermination. Plus, he's calling the United States the great Satan and burning our flags. Then there's Hugo Chavez right here in the Western Hemisphere in Venezuela. We regularly hear of the terrible oppression of the people of Burma, now called Myanmar. And right here in the United States and Britain, we're experiencing a virtual wave of government takeovers, of banking, of other industries, and of our very lives. My friend, what is the only real solution? Stay tuned. My friends, your life will be vastly different in the next several years. You need to understand how and why and the ultimate outcome of all of this. As we have just seen, arrogant dictators are tyrannizing, increasing millions of people all over this earth. Hundreds of millions, as a matter of fact. But in America and in Western Europe, the socialist liberal movement is quickly gaining total control of almost every facet of our lives. Think about it. Many of their leaders truly despise the God of the Bible. Often they don't make any bones about it. Increasingly, these arrogant atheists and agnostics are pressuring the average citizens in our nations to give up what was recently considered normal human decency for hundreds of years. In the name of so-called rights and so-called freedom, these people will vigorously persecute anyone who stands in the way of men marrying men, women marrying women, the legal murder of millions of unborn children, and many other vile practices. They have already virtually taken over the mainstream media by using partial truths plus downright lies, personal smears, sarcastic humor, and many other very clever devices which they enjoy using, they will try to destroy any righteous politician or minister of God who gets in their way. Yet Almighty God, the Creator God, commands me to tell you the truth. Notice what God's Word says. Go get your Bible Please prove these things out of your Bible. You'll not really understand it otherwise. Check up. Find out what the Word of God says. Turn to Isaiah 58, verse 1. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. 
Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. That's a command to any true minister of God. The full truth and the real meaning of life must be proclaimed to this generation, my friends. That is why this work of tomorrow's world exists. That's why you are hearing me now. May God help you to understand. So what lies ahead and what is the real solution to these horrible problems facing the whole world and facing our peoples here in America, Britain, Canada, Australia, New Zealand? What's the answer? Turn to Matthew chapter 24 in your New Testament to the famous Olivet prophecy of Jesus Christ. Turn with me. Your Bible, get out your Bible if you have one handy. Prove these things. Here Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives and his disciples asked him, Tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age. Not the end of the world, the whole earth not going to blow up, but the end of this age. And Jesus answered and said, Take heed that no one deceives you. That's the first thing he warned, false prophets. He said, many, not a few, will come in my name. They'll use Christ's name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. They'll deceive not a few, but the many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, and we're having those all over the earth more than ever in human history. See that you're not troubled. All these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For a nation will rise against nation. And the Greek word here in the inspired New Testament Greek was ethnos. Different ethnic groups. Ethnos against ethnos. And then kingdom or governments certainly can include world war against kingdom. And there will be famines. And there are going to be great famines in the next few years, my friends. Watch it. And there will be pestilences. That's disease epidemics and earthquakes. Already a great number of earthquakes have taken place the last two or three years, and they're increasing around the ring of fire, and they're going to get right here in the United States. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So we have to understand these things are going to happen. They are major things. They will affect your life. Turn to verse 9 now. Then Jesus said, they will deliver you. He's talking to his true church, his true followers who are very few. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. At the very time of the end, the true people of God will not be dominant. They will be hated by all nations. Think about it. God's true church is never described as a great, big, powerful uh, entity, some big world church that gets into wars and politics and power politics and all that. It's a tiny church called the little flock. They're going to be persecuted at the time of the end. Notice down in verse 21. For then will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. The greatest tribulation in human history. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. In other words, cosmicide would occur. Human beings would be blasted off this planet. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened unless God himself intervened through Jesus Christ in his second coming, mankind would eradicate himself. Do we want another Hiroshima, my friends? Think about that bomb. Think about the need for the true God to intervene in this age, which can now totally destroy itself with atomic weapons in the hands of the leaders of North Korea, Iran, Pakistan, Russia, and several other nations. The prophecies of your Bible truly come alive in a way they never have. Mankind has this kind of power. 
this kind of danger lies just ahead. Remember, he talks about a great tribulation here in verse 21, such as has never been, and about cosmicide. Now notice now in a few verses here in Matthew 24, beginning in verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, and that's going to be in the next several years, the sun will be darkened. You think that can't happen? I know there are people who think the Bible's a collection of myths. Well, you're living through these things now that are happening to major nations. That's one reason America's going down. That's one reason our dollar is crashing. That's one reason you're soon going to see hunger and you're going to see disease epidemics right here in the Western world. Wake up, America. Your house is on fire. God help all of you in England, Canada, America, Australia to understand the sun would be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, a great blinding light as Christ comes down from heaven, that all the tribes, all the nations of the world will mourn. They're not going to be happy. They will have been terribly deceived. And they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and glory. He'll send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and gather together the elect, his true followers, from the four winds. And he says down in verse 34, Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means fade away till all these things are fulfilled. Terrible events are going to happen, and you're going to see them happen in your lifetime. May God help you to understand. Turn to Revelation 11 and beginning in verse 15. He says, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world, not governments up in heaven, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. He's going to reign right here on this earth. Our Christian reward is not going to heaven. Our Christian reward is going to be here on this earth if we're really overcomers, if we become true Christians, if we're willing to surrender to live by every word of God, we'll be able to assist Jesus Christ in establishing a real world government to bring peace and prosperity for everyone. Your Bible is filled with prophecies about this very thing. But most of you have only heard about a little Lord Jesus away in a manger. You've seen pictures of a kind of a sickly-looking, effeminate Christ. You're not aware of what's really happening. Those images are picturing a false Christ and a false gospel, which leaves out the important concept of Jesus Christ's return to rule over this entire earth. At this point, my friends, I want to offer you a free booklet, a free copy of one of our most inspiring booklets that we've ever published. Is it entitled, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? This booklet goes into even greater detail than I can do on this short program. The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? explains how the soon coming government of God, a literal government, will affect your life and how you can prepare. This booklet will describe the real joy that will result from the righteous government and that provide the details of your part in God's plan, your part. So call or write today and request your free copy of this inspiring booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. That's tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for the booklet on The World Ahead. That's all you need. 
to receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now, my friends, back to our topic, Blessings of Righteous Government. Notice again what the Apostle Peter was inspired to prophesy back here in Acts chapter 3. He said, Heaven must receive Christ until the times of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth, notice, of all his holy prophets since the world began. Christ returns to restore all things. Peter stated that all God's prophets predicted this same thing. What did God's prophets predict, my friends? What is the real good news of the gospel of your Bible? What is really going to occur to the nations of this world, frankly, very soon, in the lifetimes of most of you, sometime in the next several years? Turn in your Bible to see. Turn back to the book of Daniel, which Jesus quoted, quoted from a number of times, inspired of God one of the main prophets in the Bible that Jesus referred to and other New Testament writers inspired. Daniel chapter 7. Turn there to Daniel chapter 7 and let's begin reading back here in verse 21. He's been describing a little horn, a great false religious leader to rise up among these final horns, these nations at the end of the world and what is called the beast described in Revelation 17. And he says in verse 21, I was watching and the same horn was making war against the saints and prevailing against them because this little horn, this religious leader is going to attack God's true church, God's true people. Notice verse 27. Then the kingdom and the greatness of the kingdoms shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. Yes, the true Christians, the saints of the Most High, shall be given the kingdoms of this world. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey Him. We are getting ready to become rulers over this earth. That is our calling when Christ comes back, not just as King, but as King of Kings. Have you understood that part of Christianity? Turn to Revelation chapter 2 and verse 26. Jesus is speaking. He says, He who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the potter's vessel should be broken in pieces, as I also received from my Father. We're going to assist Christ. True Christians are given power over the nations of this world. Genuine Christians are now being trained to assist Christ in bringing peace and joy to this world. Notice Revelation 5 now. Revelation 5 and verse 9. The saints sing a song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll to open its seals, for you were slain. Jesus, 
You have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, tongue, people, and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God. And we, the saints, shall reign where? Up in heaven? No. We're to reign on the earth. That is our calling. We're to rule on this earth under Jesus Christ to bring a whole way of life. Have a government based on love and joy, based on the Ten Commandments, based on love toward God and love toward neighbor, spelled out by God's commandments and Christ's direction. That's why we're called now, those of who truly understand, that is the calling of the true saints of God. Why haven't you heard this? Why aren't you preparing for that job? That's what the real Christians are being trained to do today. Now, turn back, if you would, to this point, to 1 Corinthians What did the Apostle Paul say? Did he ever talk about this? 1 Corinthians 6, 1. Get it in your Bible. Dare any of you having a matter against another go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? Why do you go down the street to some outside judge when we're called now to learn to judge in the true church of God? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? That's why we're called, Paul says. Paul makes this very clear. That's our calling, to rule this earth, to help judge the nations, to bring peace. All right, turn back to Luke now in your own Bible. Turn to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22. He says in verse 29, I bestow upon you a kingdom just as my Father has bestowed upon me, that you may eat and drink in my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones. Thrones are positions of rule, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And judging always means ruling, as you'll see in the Bible. The apostles of Christ, those human beings, even Peter who denied Christ three times near the end of his life, doubting Thomas, so on, once they were converted, fully converted, when the Holy Spirit finally came on Pentecost, they are going to judge over each one an entire nation of Israel. Christ has prepared them, and he's preparing you and me if we yield to him. Jesus Christ promised positions of rulership for his true followers And we need to understand that. So turn back now to Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 21. Thus says the eternal God, Surely I will take the children of Israel from among the nations wherever they've gone. I will gather them from every side and bring them into their own land. And I will make them one nation, not just Judah and Israel, but one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel. And one king shall be king over them all, and they shall no longer be two nations. You see, Israel and Judah were separate nations for years, fighting each other. Finally, they're all going to be one, and all Jews will recognize that we're one, and the average Anglo-Saxon Celtic American will realize, and British and Australians will realize we are the descendants of the lost tribes of Israel. They'll all be made one nation's, There'll no longer be two nations, nor shall they ever be divided into two kingdoms again. And then he says in verse 24, David, my servant, shall be king over them. They're going to have one ruler under Jesus Christ, and they shall have one shepherd, and they shall walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. They shall dwell in the land that I've given to Jacob, my servants, where your fathers dwelt, And they shall dwell there, they and their children, and their children's children forever. And my servant David, resurrected King David, shall be their prince forever. 
My friends, this will be a literal government on this earth. God the Father will be the overall sovereign of the universe. Under God will be Jesus Christ as king of kings over this earth. Under Christ will be King David over all of Israel. Under King David will be the 12 apostles, each one ruling a particular tribe. And then under them will be individual Christians helping them rule over the nations of Israel. No doubt over the Gentiles, some great king will be in charge like Daniel or Paul who worked with the Gentiles in their time. And under them will be other kings and priests helping rule people all over this earth, bringing peace, helping bring about the government of God, the way of God, the true Christianity to the whole world. Will you be there? Have you been taught that kind of Christianity? Think about it. Please think about it and pray about it. Again, I want to offer you a very inspiring and eye-opening booklet on what the world will soon be like. This inspiring booklet is entitled, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? It will be sent absolutely free upon your request. This booklet goes into even greater detail than I can on this program. The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? will explain how this soon-coming government of God will affect your life and how you can prepare. This booklet will describe the real joy that will result from this righteous government and provide details of your part in God's plan. So call or write today and request your free copy of The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, notice the absolute joy that will permeate the entire world when Jesus Christ returns as King of Kings. Turn to Isaiah. Jesus actually quoted from this scripture in Luke at the beginning of his gospel, as a matter of fact, as scripture. Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61, beginning in verse 1. The Spirit of the Eternal God is upon me, because the Eternal has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison of those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Yes, people are going to have joy in tomorrow's world. They really are. He says in verse 7, Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. There's going to be joy for the people of God in tomorrow's world. 
joy, a type of peace of mind that passes all understanding, and joy such as the world has never seen. Turn now, my friends, to Micah chapter 4 and verse 1. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days, he's talking about our time, the latter days in this prophecy, that the mountain of the eternal's house shall be established on top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills. In other words, Christ's kingdom will be way over all the others, and peoples shall flow to it. Many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the eternal, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways. The whole world is going to learn God's way of life. And we shall walk in his paths, for out of Zion the law shall go forth. He's not talking about traffic laws. He's talking about the Ten Commandments. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem, he shall judge among many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. People have to be taught to hate and fight and kill. They won't learn that way of life anymore. Satan will be banished and the world will have peace and joy and prosperity, he says here in verse 4. But everyone, not just someone, but everyone shall sit under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the everlasting God of hosts has spoken. God has spoken, it will happen. When Jesus Christ returns, my friend, as King of kings, the blessings of righteous government, that's what this world needs. That's going to solve all these other problems. Men don't know how to have righteous government and they're not going to have it. But righteous government will permeate the entire world. That's why Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer, pray, thy kingdom come. Cry out for that. People will no more be oppressed, no more tortured, raped, or enslaved. There will be wealth. There will be health. There will be everlasting joy. Only Almighty God, through Jesus Christ, can provide this righteous government. It is coming soon, and it is a major part of the good news of the true gospel, which your own Bible describes. My friends, thank God, and do your part to get ready. Understand, that's the real future. Get ready. Again, my friends, be sure to call or write for our truly eye-opening booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? Ask for this booklet on The World Ahead. You truly need this booklet. It will be sent absolutely free upon your request. So call right now before you forget and tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you will gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So join us again next week, right here at the same time. See you, my friends, right here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
to view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.